Blog Talk Radio. Time of deep reflection. We have a little bit more 
um, Saturn in Scorpio in 2015 because it's going to go into Sag and it's going to retrograde and come back into Scorpio for a few more months in 2015. But this direct uh, motion that's going to be happening in July is, um, you know, it, it sort of portends the end of Saturn in in Scorpio. And so we have an opportunity to still look within because of the nature of Scorpio and how it asks us to sort of delve into our darkness, look into the hidden area, um, find out what's motivating hidden actions or dark feelings or um, really look inside and be honest. This is Scorpio. Scorpio is is, uh, is all about emotional honesty um, in its highest form um, because emotional honesty precedes the higher truth that emerges in Sagittarius. Without emotional honesty, we can't find the higher truths that we're looking for. So perhaps that was a little bit of a tangent. But the sun in opposition to Pluto, that also spoke to me today because it Pluto is another facet of Scorpio since it rules Scorpio and so there's a couple of um, places in the chart where I think right now we have access to being able to dig deep the sun is also trying to Neptune and um, it's moving away from that but that's that's also you know was stronger a couple of days ago um, but it's still there for sure right now, and it's um, it's a, an intuitive access, you know, almost like an intuitive access is possible to the deeper areas of our unconscious because uh, Neptune is going to clear away some of the resistance, and by trying, it's going to be you know fairly easy that Neptune will be able to make it easier for us to uh, look within by maybe taking down some of the defense mechanisms so defense mechanisms are low and the capacity to break yourself down a little bit and um, and go deep is very high Um, Mercury trying Mars it's very communicative very verbal um, very positive, a lot of motivation to communicate and write and learn and teach. Um, Venus is a sextile Uranus, which is kind of sweet in a way because it gives us a sudden opportunity to assert ourselves verbally, lovingly verbally, right? And and that's going to get closer and closer over the weekend and into the beginning of next week. So if you find that, you know, you're in a conversation suddenly with somebody and um, or you bump into somebody suddenly. There are lots of aspects of the Uranian energy. But you just find yourself being called into a situation where, oh, surprise, you know, a little bit of turnaround and there's some love in, in, your, in your face, in your eyes. You can, you know, see some loving thing. It doesn't have to be romantic love. It can, it can be um, any kind. It can be fam- family, you know, uh, friends and family. That's, that's love. That's good love also. And our ability to communicate it. So Uranus and Aries is our, is our ability to suddenly assert or perhaps we'll feel like we can say a loving thing to somebody that we haven't been able to say. I like that. I thought that, I thought that was kind of a nice transit. Uh, Mars is actually moving away from the cardinal square, just like Jupiter did. Uh, Mars, now that it's finally direct in Libra and has been for a couple of weeks, it's finally moving, you know, into the 20s, going to be at 20 degrees Libra very soon. 
Mars, though, will catch up with Jupiter. Um, you know, Jupiter moved away first uh, from the square and is almost all the way now in Leo. When Mars goes into Scorpio, it will square Jupiter again at the beginning of August. So that's another trigger as Mars passes um, Jupiter at the beginning of August. We'll pay attention to that. That will be Mars and Scorpio square Jupiter and Leo. I think it's going to be quite dramatic. Someone will make a stand. And... Um, the Uranian-Plutonic square is the, the overriding force on ours globally and socially. And uh, we're working on another exact square in December 2014. So it will be second to last. There's going to be one more in the spring of 2015. And then they will still be in the orb of the square for a couple of more years, but there won't be any more exact passes as Uranus is going to be moving then after that farther and farther away from from squaring Pluto. Uh, it's pretty nice. It's a pretty nice global energy minute. I like the air. I like the Gemini. I think it's well-placed. I like the moon placement going from Virgo into Libra over the weekend. And um, that's your global energy minute. I hope everyone can find that sudden expression of love this weekend and, and be able to share it with somebody that they care about. I'm Dr. Craig Martin, and you're listening to the Inside Connection Radio. So I'm feeling really good today, um, really good for the last couple of days, and I think it's being inspired by the talk that I want to have tonight, and that is that um, one of my one of my big questions was why you know do a show on astrology and our ability to actually go into into ourselves even more deeply. So many things came up around that topic. Like I can remember an older gentleman a long time ago um, in my practice saying to me that he didn't feel like he could learn anything new about himself. You know, like he he was he wasn't being cocky. He was just saying, "I feel like I've heard it all." You know. And at that time, I um, kind of believed him. You know, I took it to heart. I was like, sure, by the time you're 70, um, you know, or a little older than that or whatever, perhaps you have. You know, perhaps there's nothing new. And then in the last few days, I just realized that, um, you know, that's almost like saying that there's nothing new to learn outside of you that if you can say that there's nothing new to learn inside of you, um, then, you know, perhaps you view yourself as uncomplicated. Perhaps you think you've been through it all. And I just realized that it's impossible. You know, part of the journey is to go deeper. So, you know, why go deeper? The answer is because the 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 discovery, the self-discovery obviously leads to certain things like, um, you know, shedding parts of the personality or parts of parts of our actions and behaviors that, you know, we we find that we we need to and that shedding those things is the most fantastic experience. You know, it's letting go of the old produces the growing and that that act might seem, you know, incredibly scary or um, you know, we feel safe enough, right? We feel safe enough. It's so interesting conceptually because I feel like the people who are moving through life, hopefully in the most, in the best states of health and happiness and success, are the ones that are really, you know, being in touch with themselves and and or have been throughout their lives and are making the changes all along. It doesn't necessarily have to be dramatic. 
So I know that in the last couple of days, I've, you know, kind of questioned myself in a new and um, sort of really deep way, really honest way, um, just about about certain things that are, um, you know, on the surface not really that important. But when you question yourself about them and you say, you know, well, why do I... Why do I manage this this way, whether that's your finances or your relationship or your children or your parents, you know, I think if you take any facet of your life and you ask yourself a simple question, right, the idea like, well, why am I doing, why am I managing the situation the way I am? Why am I reacting the way that I am? Why do these behaviors come up? And um, There's always an opportunity for you to find something new by asking yourself why. Um, the stationary, uh, again, um, Saturn in Scorpio feels really powerful for me. Perhaps it's going to be heading back towards my sun because I have my own personal sun at, at 22 degrees Scorpio, but also because I think that Scorpio in general is causing all of us to dig in more deeply, some of us more comfortably than others, but, uh, you know, it's hard to believe that everyone is not having some aspect from Saturn and Scorpio and that its function then is to cause us to focus on going inward and being deep. Scorpio likes to uncover, you know. Um, it likes to, um, you know, pull pull back um, what's what's hiding and um, and view it. And while it may be secretive, maybe it doesn't want the light shined on that. That's fine. You know, it's not it's not into definitely let's say like outing somebody or something like that. It's still searching for the truth. So um, Saturn in Scorpio, I think, has been encouraging us to pull back our own veils, not in public necessarily, but in a way where we can see ourselves in a more intimate and 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 more open way. It's just really beautiful. If that's if you're having a Pluto transit, then maybe that means you have to ask yourself what is it that I need to let go of. If you're having a Neptune transit, then maybe you need to ask yourself what do I need to see more clearly. If you're having a Uranian transit, maybe that's about you know, where is my life stale? Or where is my life not exciting? Or how can I make my life more exciting? There are all kinds of questions that we can ask ourselves, but those questions facilitate the deeper search, and the deeper search becomes a fantastic experience of lightness. Lightness. Like uh, what gets filled back up when you remove a, um, a negative belief. Um, something that's blocking you. It creates a vast space in your in your mind, in your soul, in your emotional body that almost fills back up in immediately with light if you let it. And um, and the results are astounding on on the way the body feels. It's so much more at peace and um, and uh, accepting. You know. Uh, composed, perhaps, you know. Someone was watching a TV show the other night, and one of the characters said to one of the people on there, well, you're very, you're well composed, you know, or you have a lot of composure. And I thought, it's an interesting word, because a lot of us always question our composure. You know, are we really able to meet people and feel authentic? 
and are we really able to just be comfortable in our own skin? And I think that that comfortability um, comes from looking deeper. So if, if there's an answer to why would we want to do this, I know I titled the show, like, okay, this is an opportunity to do this. You can always go a little bit deeper. So why would I want to go deeper? And the answer is because it creates a certain comfortability and authenticity within yourself and with others. There are so many ways I think that we can um, access uh, you know, the inner life. We can journal, we can meditate, we can just be self-reflective, we can go into nature, we can have an astrology reading. That's an awesome way, by the way. Um, we can um, put ourselves in therapy. Uh, we can do things like um, uh, athletic endurance, which also causes sometimes a meditative state, you know, things like long-distance running and things like that. Golf, even, you know, it's that very zen, very meditative. When, whenever, whenever you're having to focus so intently on something, you allow the inner to become more clear to you because, again, these are all um, places of composure. It's kind of interesting. Um, self-reflection it, it, Self-reflection creates self It's created with self-honesty um, and, and that's hard, you know um, I think if we could be honest with ourselves all the time We wouldn't have an unconscious, right? So, so much of what we're not observing about ourselves What we're not able to see about ourselves Is in the unconscious And going deeper is about going deeper into the unconscious and asking yourself to see more of what it is that you're not seeing for one reason or another, you know, whether it's too painful or too scary or whether you're just um, complacent and contented with where you are, which, of course, changes then with a the Uranian transit where we become not comfortable. And sometimes the, those areas of, of feeling comfortable and still wanting to go deeper are some of the best times to do it because um, then it's not being done under any kind of situation or condition of a crisis. I gave a um, a talk, um, well, it's probably at least ten years ago, to a group of people where I w- where the topic had to do with language. And the way in which language affects us and the way in which particularly English was constructed with a lot of power behind the words, right? Like when we, for example, we talk about uh, Neptune and um, Neptune, we say, creates transcendence. But the word transcendence, if you break it apart, it means trans-end, trans-end, like to end a trance-like state. And Neptune can put us in a trance-like state, and it's also quite comfortable with waking us up out of a a trance-like state. So there are so many uh, words, especially in English. I think other languages have have them also, little spins on on double meanings and things like that. But one of the things that that I spoke about in the talk was the, um, I said, you know, what kind of eyes do you have? What kind of eyes are you seeing out of, right? Do you have fantasize or do you have philosophize or do you have glamorize? What kind of eyes do you have? 
So I, I, I liked that that language, meaning that if you had fantasize, you had the eyes that were fantasizing, you had eyes of fantasy, or if you had philosophize, you had philosophical eyes, meaning a view, a vision on the world, right? You know, to say like, you know, I'm philosophizing, the word eyes, I think, was really interesting that it's a part of this. Of this. And what I'm suggesting is that we have realize. And that realize is to is to do what what we said before the self honesty that causes us to be honest that causes us to lift things out of the unconscious so that we have a realization we realize and realize is to have eyes that are real um, and what does real mean it means the truth so being real and operating from a real place about who you are means that you can be authentic and it means that you can have composure and it means that you can become more clear. So whatever the transit is that you're having right now, whether it's difficult, whether it's creating some kind of pain or a crisis, it's asking you to find a deeper place with inside yourself that you can come to accept, that you can come to say, well, this is who I am or this is, you know, part of, part of me and not to find so much vulnerability in different areas of our life that we may think are not, you know, maybe not the greatest. It doesn't mean we're acting out on those things all the time. Um, You know, you could find that you're jealous, but it doesn't mean you have to act jealous. Or you could find, right, that you're stingy, but you don't have to act coming to realize that that you have those qualities in your personality actually in the end helps you to not have to act out on them. Kind of interesting. I think it's kind of cosmic, actually, because part of our our soul-based purpose on on Earth is to become more self-accepting and more self-realized. Happy Fourth of July, and um, here's to self-realization. I'll talk to you next Thursday. I'm Dr. Craig. Good night.